The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. You know, when uh, when you were a kid, you used to watch the after-school specials, and they would have a very special uh, event. Uh, this is a very special episode of Free Kicks. Uh, we're not going to discuss, uh, you know, bullying or anything like that. We are here at uh, the convention of conventions. What, what is this actually called here? Yes, this is the United Soccer Coaches Convention here in Chicago at McCormick Place. But it, when you say United Coaches, you don't mean United States. You mean united around the world correct absolutely yeah we was just walking in we just saw the irish fa the spanish yeah. fa everybody's here yeah it's pretty cool uh i think to to give uh, people uh, an insight into what we are first of all you kind of hear the murmuring in the background we are at mccormick center um near the hyatt uh hotel at one of the giant uh exhibition halls here. yep yep and at the exhibition hall where the coaches are you were showing me they have like constructed fields correct talk about that a little bit yeah so they set up two demo fields one's a little smaller than the other and uh, that's where they're going to do the field sessions so they bring in clinicians from all over the world uh, i was lucky enough to do one of the first ones on wednesday night so uh, there was a few people there which was good they weren't walking out in droves so that was a nice thing <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it's been great. So um, they play on an AstroTurf surface, so it's as authentic with full-size goals. And they actually have another futsal court in there as well. So there's like three fields where they're doing demos. So what was the session that you did? So I did a passing and receiving, pretty much a technical session on Wednesday night. We did it with our Soccer for Success program within Illinois Youth Soccer. That's our inner city program. And those kids are the travel arm of that program. And uh, they did fantastic. Well, they were a little bit nervous, I could tell. Yeah, I bet. Um, you know, playing in front of a bunch of people. But did, did what they, a great experience. Were they thinking, this is my chance. I'm going to get discovered. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's pretty cool. Is, is that Was that videotaped? Yes. So all the sessions are videotaped. Yeah. So people can have access to that. So they can actually buy a session which is kind of scary so they can oh, actually really? buy they can buy my session what are you going for <laughs> any idea i think 19.99 you know that's pretty much the the going rate for these days for these things but okay and uh, and then actually um they get to uh, rate the rate the the actual demo itself so they actually rate the session as well so people can go on there rate it so hopefully my rating isn't too bad and they may ask me to come back uh, down the road so uh, your listeners of this podcast should know that uh, you're getting this for free and and it rightfully we should be charging you 1995 <laughs> yeah and seriously all right so let's talk about some of the things that you have seen here because um it's it's kind of hard to put into word how massive this is yeah it, it really is so obviously i've been coming to these for quite a long time i mean actually my first one was 1996 uh, so this is what my 25th 26 wow. yeah, so I've been coming along my first one was Pele but this is the first time Chicago's actually hosted it and it's been really good um, I was actually chatting with somebody with the United Soccer Coaches she was saying this could be the largest one ever close to 14,000 maybe up to 15,000 coaches 
all, like you said, running around in sweatpants. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Everyone's dressed the same. You know, everyone looks like a coach. Yeah. Everyone's got their track suit on with their logo. But they all have the same. They're all Adidas. They all look the same. <laughs> it's funny. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, it's been good. And then, so there's a whole mix. There's the, the field sessions. There's lots of lecture sessions. So I've been able to jump in on a couple of lecture sessions, just see different things. I mean, it's there's so many things that you can do. And there's little pathways. So, for example, there's like a little director of coaching diploma, a marketing diploma. So all of these little aspects that people can do, they go to four or five sessions, they come away with a certificate. Oh, really? So they so you can earn uh, coaching uh, qualifications yeah. by coming here? Yeah, there's the credentials, yeah, which is okay. nice. Yeah, Right, credentials, that's the word. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we should tell people where we are. Uh, specifically, we are in the uh, MLS section yes. of the uh, – you know what? We forgot to play our uh, – we have a clip. In this country, we call it soccer partner. So I am right now sitting next to a gigantic blown-up picture of Sebastian Schweinsteiger. Pretty cool. And uh, he's number 31 in the in the Chicago Fire. So we should thank the Fire for letting us uh, come here and yeah. do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have a great relationship with the Chicago Fire. So we was able to sneak a little space in here. So this is kind of the hub for the Fire and the MLS. So they've been pretty much here most of the most of the convention. And then just across the way is where they've had had the two drafts. So they had the uh, the men's draft yesterday, and then the day before was the women's draft. Oh, they did? They, they yeah, did huh? the draft here? Uh-huh. Yes. Wow, that's yes. cool. So did you get a chance to watch Yeah, that? I actually popped in. Uh, it was really kind of cool. So and I, I'm going to post a bunch of pictures on our Twitter page, too, of some of the things that we did. So jumped in on the women's, which was great. Uh, the Red Stars actually had the first pick, picked one of the best players, I think, from Stanford. Uh, she went in the first pick. And then uh, and then the fire yesterday, I think they did a lot of trades, got some money up. I think they're going to be looking at trying to bring another big-time player in down the road. Oh, that's good. Yeah. They need one. Yes. Um, wow. So. So the, the MLS draft is happening like, you know, 50 feet away from where yes, we're sitting right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, so what else is, have you seen here? Uh, right now we're sitting in front of a uh, game station. Uh, they have a, uh, uh, a FIFA set up, yeah. a FIFA game set yeah. up here. I believe that's, uh, what is that, Man City against uh, Milan? I believe so. Yeah, I <laughs> okay. believe so. But, yeah, they've got some games set up. So, actually, we'll walk around. I know Rick hasn't seen everything yet. It's just it's humongous how big this place is. But we'll walk around a little bit. But uh, they actually have a massive big screen full-size screen in this little adidas area so people can play on this 70 i don't know how big it is it's like huge. life size life size yeah, yeah exactly life size. life size version of uh, an mls game so they can play uh, fifa on that so it's good and then we'll go through the exhibit hall illinois youth soccer has a booth as well in the exhibit hall so we're back there 391 and uh, people are you know coming by yeah. and saying hello so are you are you in a in a spot where uh, people can find you, or are you kind of in a, tucked in a corner? We're kind of tucked in the corner yeah. a little bit, but yeah. that's okay. Uh, what we actually uh, that's why you're wearing the neon clothing. <laughs> people come your direction. Pretty much. Yeah. So we have uh, a nice. It's, it's a good space. It's a popular space. The fire has an interactive area right next to us. So there's some soccer goals, different things that they people are playing on, and we're going to get a lot of activity out there today with all the kids coming through because today is the award 
awards for all the All-American players. So they have their banquets today. And then after that, they'll run through the exhibit hall. So that'll be kind of cool. So for the college, for universities? Yeah, colleges. Uh, so the colleges give out their awards. So Thursday, Friday is primarily the coaching awards. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday are the player awards. So all of the high school All-Americans, as well as the college All-Americans okay. will get their awards today. Do they do the Herman Award here, too? The Herman is already done. Okay. So they awarded that last week. Actually, a guy from Illinois, kid from Illinois, oh, won really? the Herman Trophy, uh, Andrew Gutman. So I believe, and I was just talking with somebody from the fire today, he's a homegrown player, so Chicago owns his rights, uh, but he's going to be signing for Celtic uh, oh, in, really? in Scotland. Yeah. Okay. So... I, I, I didn't realize the MLS worked that way. You, it's like a regional-based uh, rights uh, thing? Yeah, so he, he's been part of the FIRE Academy, okay. so he played with them, so they own his rights, so they they didn't need to draft him, so gotcha. they didn't need to use a draft choice on him. So if they've kind of worked with him, had him in their system, then it works out. And all of the, <laughs> uh, all the MLS teams now have their own academy system yes yeah. yes yeah um okay well that's interesting we, we and we have a guest coming up here now yes yeah, so tell me about yeah this so sean danhauser who is the uh, regional chair for top soccer he's going to come in and chat a little bit he's going to talk a little bit about the new paralympic uh, program that we're doing we're calling it pdp okay um, so it's in alignment with our odp program and that's going to be for players with disabilities certain there's three things he'll he'll kind of share all of the qualifications needed for those players that need to be part of that program. Okay, so let's get it all set up here for you. Uh, I will hand over the microphone to Sean, and uh, we'll, we'll carry on with the show. Alright, so here with Sean Danhauser uh, with Chicago Top Soccer and also uh, the Midwest Chair for Top Soccer in, uh, in the region. So we were just going to talk a little bit about uh, the new program that we're uh, pushing out with Illinois Youth Soccer. That's the uh, Paralympic Developmental Program, also known as PDP. So, Sean, could you maybe tell us a little bit about the program and uh, what your thoughts are in terms of moving forward? Uh, absolutely, and uh, thank you for giving me a platform to uh, tell some more people about uh, our new initiative. We're very excited about it. Um, it kind of developed about a, uh, it, throughout uh, 2018. Um, I had been asked by the executive director of Illinois Youth, uh, based on feedback she got at the age that there's uh, every, almost everyone's aware of our men's and women's national team. Um, what they may not be aware of is there are other national teams out there, um, particular our uh, Paralympic team, our U.S. Def team. There's a power chair team that's amazing, uh, had incredible amounts of success. However, um, what they don't have is a youth pipeline component built into them. So um, uh, Mary Jane Bender had asked me to take a look at this, see if we can come up with some solutions to that. Um, and I did. I took a look at the various organizations that support those and um, uh, like the power chair soccer. Did you know we were like a three-time World Cup winner in power chair? I had no idea. And if you've never seen it, YouTube it because it's, it's the coolest thing you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. It is so much fun. Uh, those kids are having a blast and we're having lots of success there. They don't need help. They're doing great. They right. got a pipeline sure, built in. Sure. Um, uh, I started following um, uh, the U.S. Paralympic team uh, yeah. last year when I met Stuart Sharp, yep. who is the uh, the head coach of the men's team there. And uh, it, it, once you start following them, they play at an incredibly high level. They're ranked mm -hmm. fourth in the world. Yeah. Um, 
tremendous success there, um, but they do struggle to get to identify future players. Um, so I kind of proposed uh, to Illinois Youth that we develop a program like that. I uh, wanted to model it after our very successful ODP program, so I kind of gave it a working title of the Paralympic Development Program to give it a little kind of legitimacy and uh, you know get people excited about potentially playing for it. So uh, the key thing is that you, we have to find the athletes who uh, are eligible mm -hmm. to play for a Paralympic team. Um, not everyone is. So it's really for three kind of disabilities, cerebral palsy, uh, stroke, and traumatic brain injury. So you have to have one of those threes just to qualify for the team. Um, so we have to find those those athletes. So uh, so we're out there uh, promoting this new program that we're actually looking to, we're starting off with high school age kids, um, to get them together, playing on a team, training under some of the best coaches that we have in the state. So they'll be training with mm -hmm. our ODP staff coaches mm -hmm. who are excellent. Um, and then our intent is to train them hard and build in some games for them to play. They play a little different format. They play a 7v7 game with the slightly smaller goals. So um, it, it'll be a lot of fun, I think, yeah, once, sure. we, once we get into game playing mode. Um, and once we build up enough critical mass of players, um, we, I, I'm, I'm asking my, um, my peers in the, the neighboring states to follow the model and develop their own teams. Right, right. So that we can actually have interstate play and build up to a regional championship series. This is strictly really, for, yeah. for fantastic. For, this yeah. is great. I know we was able to sit in with uh, Stuart for one of his uh, uh, lectures, and uh, there was a lot of interesting things for me too because just the rules were slightly different, yes. which I thought was interesting. You know, obviously seven v seven. What's the biggest kind of change and difference in terms of how they play? Uh, no offsides. I no think offside, is, yeah. is really really kind of cool. Um, so they uh, it's like a men's league game, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Stuart, I, I learned yesterday, which uh, they they play a one-two. 2-1 yes, uh, yeah. format, um, and they actually really try to uh, hold up play in their 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 half to try to invite pressure in, so they can spring that that uh, penetrating pass up to their to their forward players. Um, clearly, they've been uh, you know if any if any of the rivals are listening, maybe they should you know take note of that, but uh, <laughs> we won't tell them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's uh, primarily the main difference is uh, number of players, no offsides. They have the ability to, um, if, if they don't have the range of motion, yes. and that's uh, pretty common with some aspects of cerebral palsy, um, they may not have uh, full use of their one, one side of their body. Uh -huh. um, if they are unable to throw with two hands overhand, they have the ability to roll it out like almost like a, a, a bowling ball or, yeah. or like a goalkeeper distributes often uh, with, with one hand. So. so we're excited. So January 19th is when we're going to roll this out. Uh, it's going to be in Schaumburg, so we've got kids signing up right now. So if you do have people out there, this is this is our kind of plea. We want to have as many kids as we can out there. They're going to be incorporated with some of the other players as well if we need to, and we're excited to do that. So we're excited about this new program, which will be great. I'm, I'm excited that we're we're leading the way. Yes. And uh, I think the, the vision that we have uh, w will work very, very well. And uh, I know that uh, my peers in other states are 
waiting and watching yeah. to see how it works for us. They're very interested as well. They they certainly want to serve that community of players as well. And uh, I, I'm excited about the possibilities yeah. going yes. forward. And the best thing, there's a pathway. There's a college team in Clemson, which gives scholarships, and then the possibility of maybe playing on the national team. So that's, that's great. So it's good. So just real quickly, talk a little bit about your top soccer program. I know you're going to be starting up probably again here pretty soon. Just tell us a little bit about what you do in terms of your top soccer, Chicago Top Soccer. That sounds great. Thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, if you haven't heard about Top Soccer, it stands for the Outreach Program for Soccer, and it's really a, uh, a team uh, for children that have uh, either an intellectual disability, a physical impairment, maybe have some behavior um, issues. Uh, if they don't fit into the typical travel or rec format, this is a great opportunity that we pretty much take all comers. Mm -hmm. We will adapt the games to meet the kids' needs. Um, so oftentimes, we, we usually, most programs will spend about half an hour on skill development and then break into small-sided games based on age and ability levels. Um, but what the real magic of Top Soccer is, is we have their peers, generally maybe a few years older, like middle school, high school age uh, kids, working directly with them. One, one on one is our desired ratio. Yeah. Sometimes we even have two on one. Right. And um, the socialization aspect that is that goes not only towards the player's benefit, but to the volunteer's benefit as well. We've had, uh, I, I think I've had maybe three or four of my volunteers uh, choose a, uh, a study coursework towards special education nice. based on the interaction and fun that they had just knowing that they're making a, a critical difference and not only that child but the family's life as well. Um, it's an amazing program. What I'd really like to uh, put out there is like uh, if you're a coach and you don't have uh, necessarily any experience or maybe you've never worked with a child with uh, special, special needs, um, you could still help. And whether you get involved directly or if you just have your team volunteer, um, almost every program is in in need of volunteers. And uh, it, 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 it's an incredible team bonding experience. Um, it, it truly will change your life once you get involved. Uh, initially, when I started it, I was still coaching competitively. I love this so much and believe in it so much that I stopped coaching competitively so that I can not only run my program, but also be kind of the outreach uh, liaison right. for Illinois youth to, to try to grow more programs. And uh, we've been incredibly successful. I think I got started in uh, 2011, um, and I was the only program in Illinois at the time. We're up to 15 now, Great. and I think by the end of 2019, I'm hoping we hit 20. We're, we're talking with a lot of clubs that are very interested. They see the benefit of it. Um, and if you look at the club's mission statement, it often, it often says that we serve our community. Yeah. Um, well, this is a piece of the community that's important, too. Um, and if you aren't serving that, if that's part of your mission, you need to consider getting involved, whether it's hosting a program or even just volunteering in a program. So um, we, got, we got a number of programs throughout the state. Most of them are in Chicagoland area, as you might imagine. Um, but uh, we're very excited. We generally get started. Uh, most of us play spring and fall. Some of us will carry a winter session. Um, but if, you, if you're interested at all, uh, just go to the Illinois Youth website. Uh, there's a, a page under the programs for Top Soccer. It'll list out where all the programs are, who the contact people are. They want to hear from you. 
if you want if you want to be a part of this reach out to any of us we're super responsive we can't wait we, we it's it's a mission for you. I'm a maniac on a mission obviously <laughs> so um, I want everyone to offer this and I want it available for as many children as possible that want to play soccer that's great so just real quickly when does your next session start with Chicago Tops before we take a little break here? Great, yeah. Um, so uh, my program, we, we plan Saturdays uh, from 3 to 4 p.m. at Addison Trail High School uh, in the Fieldhouse. It's indoors. It's great. Uh, we start on the first Saturday of April, and we do every Saturday in April and May okay. for our spring session. In the fall, we do September and October. Great. Thanks, Sean, for coming by. We appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the rest of the convention. Lots of things to see and do, so thanks Thank again. Thank you both for having me on. I appreciate it. No Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Well, that was a very nice uh, interview of Sean. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, so, Adam, we got to do a couple of things here before we go. First of all, uh, you know, we do talk about the Premier League on this. Yes, uh, yes. And, and you're a big Chelsea fan. We've always talked about that. And this convention, you got to meet some of these guys that are coaches for Chelsea and you even did a session with them. Could yeah. you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So were you were you like a little kid, you know, like, <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. Exactly. <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. Obviously, anything with Chelsea is always a good thing, uh, for, especially my part but we was able to get them in on Monday so even before the convention started they came in and did a workshop at our office very interactive talked a little bit about how they create lesson plans we had about 45 coaches come in from different clubs different levels DOCs to recreational coaches it was really a good range of coaches and uh, they did a fantastic job and uh, was able to spend a little bit of time with them talk a little bit about some opportunities that we might be able to work on and we're excited to maybe do some stuff for them down the road and obviously you know for me anything with Chelsea yeah it's a win-win did you try to get a job <laughs> like a, hey you guys need any coaches any, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'll just do it for the tracksuit you know I want the Nike Chelsea tracksuit <laughs> that's all I want I want the Hazard jersey. That's what I want. <laughs> that's right. Well, so you know that I'm very excited for you that you got right. to do yeah. that because that's that's your that's combining all your worlds in one afternoon. Right. Exactly. All right. So before we go, my favorite part of the show, we have to do this every week. This is uh, time for a TV tip. Now time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. <laughs> Okay, it, it's getting a little louder over here. You notice that? It's yeah. like uh, I think there's people shuffling through here. Yeah, I think what's happening is there's people coming out of the All-American banquet, or they might be going to the banquet. Uh, I'm not sure what time that starts, but, yeah, there's going to be a lot of kids here, so it's going to be okay. getting busier here for sure. Okay, well, we better wrap it up then. So what, uh, what game is coming up this coming weekend that you cannot miss? Yeah, I think on Saturday it looks like a good one. It's going to be the later game. I think it'll be... Uh, 11:30 a.m. kickoff. Arsenal at home against Chelsea. Wow! So it's going to be one of those games where I think Arsenal is going to try and at least kind of keep keep in touch with the top four. They really need to uh, right. do the business there after losing uh, on Saturday this past week, and then. Chelsea obviously could stretch it out a little bit. Yeah. And then you've got Man United breathing down their necks as well. So this is kind of a must-win for Arsenal. I think so. Yeah. I think so. so the the Gunners will be there out. rooting for the Gunners. Yes. Right? The Gunners for the Gunners. Exactly. Um, and if Arsenal loses this, their chances at a Champions Championship League probably gone. Yeah, I think uh, the Champions League might be a, might be a tough tale for them if they lose okay. this game. 
All right, so that so there you go. If uh, you'd like to know more about uh, Rick and Adam, uh, I am the. Uh, owner and publisher of Eckhart's Press, Eckhart'sPress.com. Adam is the executive, uh, no, what, what are we calling yourselves? The uh, the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. I don't have my cheat sheet with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of floundering here. Um, also, uh, and importantly, you can follow us on Twitter. Yep. You can follow us on, uh, on Facebook. We have, um, you can listen to us on Stitcher and TuneIn and Google Play and uh, don't forget Spotify uh, and we'll be back again and next week we will not be in a giant uh, convention center next week we'll be back in our normal uh, little hovels and we'll be bringing you another another episode of Free Kicks The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. A weird twist at the Swedish Film Festival. Snowflake Army Recruitment. Jenkins in Space. My Brush with Tony Award winning director Robert Falls. And we welcome celebrity Shane Olbadetsky. That in Unlimited Tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast and Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radio Misfits. Fits.com.